0: Welcome to the Power of a Woman podcast. This podcast is centered around helping you reclaim and finding yourself as a woman, connecting with how you want to feel in your life and body, and changing the narrative on not only how we approach health for women, but also how we treat ourselves and the stories that we tell ourselves. I'm so grateful you're here. Let's dive in.
1: Hello, welcome back.
0: Today we're with a special guest. We've been talking a lot about nervous system support. You guys have heard me talk about breath work a lot, and I brought on my go to for breath work, Regina. I'm going to let her introduce herself and then we're going to get into it.
1: Hello, thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. I'm I- excited to be here would love if you, I know you have a background of how you got into this, but I would love if you could share with us your journey, what led you into the breath work that you do and how you work with clients now.
1: Yeah. So my background of what led me into breath work when I really think about it is I have spent a lifetime with a dysregulated nervous system, but never knew that that's what it was. I have been a high achiever I'm from a family of drug addicts. Seven of my nine siblings have had some sort of addiction issue, which led for me to be the codependent fixer and pleaser of everyone. Um, also, when you grow up in any level of trauma in your home, it can often lead to a dysregulated nervous system. So the way that my nervous system And when I think back to it, honestly, it was probably when I was a really small child. The way that it manifested in my body was it has been in gut issues, sensitivities to food, deep hormonal issues, PCOS, always being in fight or flight and just thinking like stress and anxiety is my identity. This is just who I am, even to the point like little things like in my family, we are all all like big sweaters and i don't really sweat anymore <laughs> but like we joke like oh my god armpits were so sweaty all the time right dysregulation in the nervous system and hormonal and metabolic imbalances and so that's how i grew up and then because i was a very traumatized intense anxious human i decided to become a trial attorney <laughs> because what else do you do to keep dysregulating your nervous system right and so i was a trial attorney and a law school professor and In the midst of that, I had a huge mindset and spiritual awakening, decided to leave practice, decided to leave my entire life behind on the East Coast, and I started my own businesses. In the midst of starting those businesses, I made a really good friend who is a shaman and does breathwork. And she said, come to a shamanic breathwork with me. And I was like, yeah, sure, like new friends, I'll try it. And the first time I did breathwork, which is very similar to the style of breath work I practice, which I'll talk about. I had a huge opening up of my mind and of my body. And I realized like I was carrying a lot in my body that I didn't need to anymore. And there was actually other ways to move through energy. The way that I moved through energy, I thought I was was really hard workouts that would beat the shit out of my body. I'm like, that's how I, that's how I de-stress. That's how I move energy. And so, breath work was the thing that I realized, oh, I can actually use, move my energy in a different way. And then from that, I started to regulate my nervous system through my breath. And so that led me, I did that for a year every month, a couple of times a month. And from that, I decided I wanted to become a breath work practitioner. So, I've become a breath work practitioner. I'm also a sound healing practitioner, which is also beautiful for the nervous system. And I have a breathwork membership that people can join called breathewithregina.com, where we do two virtual breathwork sessions a month. We have a library of past sessions for people to listen to podcast style. And I also work with people one on one if going into a group seems too intimidating.
0: That's the way I work with you too. But as I'm listening to your story, I'm like, oh, yep, that's me. Oh, yeah, that was me. Same. Yeah. I, one, first was introduced to like energy management, is what. I would call it from my mentor, she was like, "I need you to just like focus in on the energy and was giving me the, all these ideas." And I was like, "Okay, what is this woo boo crap that you're talking about?" Right? Mm-hmm. Like, I've been in the industry in the health and fitness field for a long time, and it was okay. Heal the gut. Focus on the nutrition. Focus on the workouts and same. My way was like, "All right, go do the hard workout. That's my stress relief. I'm gonna go crush my body, or I'm just gonna go take a salt bath, which can be beneficial, right?" But right. it wasn't doing what I needed. And the more I got into it, the more I like felt the benefit of it. I was like, when I look back, I'm like, I've always been like this. I was always dysregulated Mm -hmm. Up in a home with, you know, addiction in my family as well. And you don't realize sometimes how much those things are implanted in the way that you do stuff until you start to move through it. And Mm -hmm. I've done talk therapy and I tell people, listen, talk therapy can be beneficial, but One of the things that I was finding is every time that I was in it, I felt like I was reliving that trauma over Mm -hmm. and over and over again. And I wasn't ever healing from it. I was just continuing to go back to that space. And I, in the last year and a half since, you know, working with you, have felt more healing from the traumas than I ever had. Yeah, than I was talking about stuff.
1: I've had the same experience in my life. I had a really great therapist that I worked with. That he helped me a lot and to see things in a different way. But there has been such deep trauma healing that has happened. A healing happens inside of our bodies. Like nobody else can actually heal us. They can give us guidance and hold space. And so our bodies were created so beautifully and perfectly to to heal themselves. And the breath provides a space that allows the conscious mind to take a break, which allows the traumas to come forward and the loops to close in our minds and in our bodies. Yeah. Spoiler alert, but we'll
0: have a guest on soon. But she talks a lot about how trauma is physical. It's not mental. We think of trauma and we think of like, okay, PTSD or like this horrific thing that happened to you and and those traumas. But trauma is also like just the chronic stuff that you're enduring on a daily basis and just mm-hmm. the kind of way that you deal with things. And we forget that trauma is a physiological thing in the body. Yeah. And that means we need to heal it physiologically too.
1: Yeah, we often think about trauma as the thing externally that happens, but trauma trauma is actually our body's response to the thing that happens.
0: Yes, yes, 100%. So when I tell people all right, I want you to try some somatic breath work. The first question I get is like, what are you talking about? And like, what? So can you kind of break down really like what that is and what it really entails?
1: Yeah. So somatic means of the body. And so the style of breath work that I practice most of the time is a style of breath where I say, we're releasing, we're opening up, we're making space in the body. And then we get to fill that space up with whatever we want. And so The way that the breathwork is designed is during the first half of breath, first of all, like when people, whenever, let's go back a step about breathwork, whenever I tell people about breathwork, they say, why do I need to do breathwork? I breathe all the time. Yes, we all breathe all the time. And something that I've learned as I've started to study the nervous system is that most of us are are not actually breathing right. We breathe really shallow shallow breaths and oftentimes we're breathing through our mouths. Breathing in and out through the mouth actually spikes the nervous system if we are consistently doing that. We were meant to be nose breathers in and out, deep into our body and out, but we've become such shallow breathers. So So if you're somebody who's listening and you're like, I breathe to stay alive. I breathe all the time. I'm, I'm a professional breather. You actually aren't, and you need to actually retrain your body how to breathe properly because in doing so, you're going to start to retrain your nervous system. And so somatic release breathwork, the first half of breath, we breathe in and out of the mouth deep into the belly. Regina, you just told us we're not supposed to be breathing in and out of the mouth. Why are we doing this in breathwork? Well, first of all, we're, we're pulling the breath deep into the body and out. Most of us are not even breathing down to our diaphragm. Like we're just very shallow breathers. The reason why we do this is because there is good in mouth breathing for isolated periods of time with a specific purpose. So mouth breathing in this context actually helps to spike the nervous system a little bit. The reason why we do that, not all nervous system spikes are bad. Every time we work out, it has an impact on our nervous system. This type of nerve, this type of mouth breathing once you do it, especially if you're somebody who is like, I can't meditate. My mind never shuts off. This magical thing happens where your conscious mind goes to the back seat and whatever is going on in the back can come to the forefront. So we start with the mat with that deep in and out into the belly. And then later in breath work, we start breathing in through the nose, out through the mouth and then in and out through the nose. So we're going to spike the nervous system and then we're going to bring you back down and we're going to close you back up.
0: I love that. Yeah. It's a really great way to explain it. And it's intense, right? It's work when you're in it. Uh, people think sometimes they compare it to meditation, like you said, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, it's just going to be this calming thing that I'm going to lay here and do. Yeah.
1: You're, wor- you're working. No, you're working. It's called breath work for a reason, baby. You're working. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll even sometimes be like, all right, how many more rounds of this am I doing in here?
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. Me too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have experienced some pretty crazy things happen in my body when I'm doing it too. So I've yeah. had moments of just tears rolling out. I've had times where like, I've literally seen my dad come up yeah. I've had moments where my hands claw up and literally can't move. And I know you kind of break these down, but can you kind of like break down like what's happening when you're in it from like a nervous system standpoint and the the reactions that people can get?
1: Yeah. So when you're when you're breathing so intensely, you can start to feel physical sensations in the body. We're not actively aware of our parasympathetic nervous system on the regular, which is great because we're often feeling aches and pains in the body, but because we're not aware of the parasympathetic nervous system, we don't feel it. But in breath work, you can start to feel these aches and pains in your body that maybe you don't know are there. For example, I have learned that I carry stress in between my shoulder blades. During breath work, I feel it so intensely. But through doing the deep breathing, I feel a release of the stress that I'm carrying in my body because I'm breathing so deeply and intensely over a period of time. Sometimes you can feel, I'll call them little lobster claws where your hands come up off the ground and they get a little claw-like. Sometimes you'll feel like a little because you're breathing it out of the mouth, you'll feel like a pucker and your lips become like a little butthole and you start to breathe that. So that's totally normal it's part of the reason why that's happening is just you're getting so much air into your body in a way that you're you normally don't breathe and so that's why you can start to feel physical sensations in the body people can also have emotional emotional feelings that come up and out so you know you'll have experiences where maybe you want to cry maybe you want to laugh maybe you want to yell maybe there's some sort of emotional loop that has never been closed so a lot of times in our life we have had these emotions that we've never let ourselves express. Think about all the times when you were a little girl and somebody was like, stop crying. Why are you crying? Stop crying. Or like you were mad about something and you wanted to yell and rage and you felt like it wasn't appropriate to say it. Well, Even if you're stopping yourself, you're kind of stuffing it in. And so I believe that in breathwork, when we have these emotions and feelings that want to move out, there are loops that haven't been closed. Something that I've seen that's been really powerful, and it's interesting because I've seen it in so many different women in different classes. And this is just, I'm telling you guys this because it highlights how intelligent the body is. I've seen women who have been victims of sexual assault in some way. They all do the same thing. As they're breathing, they take their hands and they brush their hips. And a lot of them will scream, no, no, fuck you. They'll, you know, and they say the things and do the things they couldn't do in the moment. And it's so fascinating because it's completely different women in completely different spaces all doing the same thing why because that's what the body wanted to do in the moment and it couldn't do it and so they actually are having an opportunity to to go through that experience to close the loop and to do and say what they couldn't do and so the body like the I always say the body does what it needs to do when you when you take the conscious mind out and the subconscious can come forward
0: I love that your body is incredibly intelligent and it's so crazy how much I've known about the body, but to just go through the experience to feel how intelligent your body is and how much it holds on to. Yeah. Um, it was created with purpose. Right. And I think our body is really good at sacrificing what it needs to, to, to support us. Right. And, um, totally. To get through, right? And I think it's important to know that maybe you're experiencing or where you are and how you do things is what you've needed to do to get through to the stage that you are now. But Mm -hmm. sometimes it's really important to know that you can do things differently too, right? And you can change that.
1: Absolutely.
0: I've noticed too, from a Breathwork standpoint that there's a lot of different ways that you can do it. So, people will talk about like box breathing or, you know, a lot of different options. Can you kind of break down the difference and like maybe when it might be right to apply certain types?
1: Yeah. So, the type of breath work that I have people practice, I do a few different styles of breath work. So, the somatic breath work is something that I wouldn't recommend you do more than once a week at most. It's something, honestly, like I always recommend when you're first getting into it, doing it every week, every other week. And then at least once a month, it's not something you do on a daily basis, something like box breathing. So box breathing is when you breathe in for four counts, you hold it for four counts out for four counts, hold it for four counts. This is a great thing that you can do literally anywhere. You can be driving in your car. You can be having a conversation with somebody and feel your nervous system spiking because you're so mad and you can box breathe and nobody will know you're doing it. It helps to regulate and bring the nervous system and calm you down. Something else that's a beautiful daily practice that I have implemented in my life is when I'm sitting on my computer for hours working, I keep my lips pinned closed and I only breathe through my nose. And so I think through my life like I was a mouth breather at different moments and didn't realize it. And so now I'm really conscious of like keeping my lips closed. Maybe even this might sound crazy to people, but if you're working from home, putting a little mouth tape on when you're sitting for a couple hours, mouth tape is something that you can sleep with on your lips, especially as you're training yourself to become a nose breather. That's an easy thing to just take note of and it will help you stay calmer through your day.
0: It's funny you say that too, because I noticed that I was a mouth breather a couple of years ago. So I started doing just make intentionally closing my mouth when I was laying in bed at night, doing some box breathing, because I would have a hard time falling asleep. That's when I would feel yeah. like was And when I started bringing in just the breath, just the box breathing, as I'm laying there in bed at night, I was falling asleep faster mm-hmm. and I was sleeping better. So we did like the mouth tape thing and, and work through that. Yeah. And it makes a huge difference, and it's funny because I used to always say, "like, well, I could never really be a nose breather because I have a crooked and deviated septum, right?" So I used mm-hmm. to always say that. But the more I've done breath work, the more I've put myself in those positions to do it, the easier and more natural it's become. And I
1: never yeah. realized that I could be so clear to mm-hmm. be able to that too. I think too like when we get, sometimes when we get t- told things when we're younger like oh you have a deviated septum you're like oh well my nose doesn't work so like I'm just not going to breathe through my nose as much. I had a girl who came to breathwork the other week and she had an amazing experience and I found out afterwards that she has really bad allergies and she has asthma. And she was like Regina I was so worried about doing breathwork because like I've been told my whole life that like my lungs don't operate efficiently and so I've just haven't and she's a trainer like she works out she's fit but she's like I've never really intentionally done breathing exercises because I thought I was so limited and she was like and after she did breath work she was like oh like the next couple days I'm gonna feel like there's an elephant on my chest she was like I felt really good like my my lungs felt really good and so I think sometimes we are told things and it prevents us, especially with our breath and our, the way our lungs that like we can't do something. But I think that breath work is truly beneficial for anyone.
0: Yeah, it can be. I, th- I feel like a lot, even like with the gut, right? I'll get people say like, "Well, I was told I had IBS or I was told I had this." Sometimes I feel like the diagnosis shouldn't be the stopping point, right? A lot mm-hmm. of people don't let that diagnosis be the stopping point. We don't explore, like we said, right? Your body's really smart. We don't explore the capabilities of your body beyond a diagnosis.
1: Sometimes when we could, yep, absolutely. I I see that all the time.
0: Yeah, love that. Okay, so if somebody wants to start incorporating breathwork or is curious, what are the ways that they could? I know you have your membership, right? Which is the way that I do it. What are the ways that they should reach out to you um, and start to explore working with it?
1: Yeah, so I have my membership. Um, you can also send me a DM on Instagram at Regina A Lawrence and kind of tell me what you're looking for. I have people that message me all the time, and I'll say, you know, if you're local, come to a class. If you are feeling nervous about doing it and I'm like more hands-on, I can do it virtually with you one-on-one. And then I also have my membership. So love that. So,
0: thank you so much for being here.
1: You're so welcome.
0: And that's it for this episode on the Power of a Woman podcast. If any part of this episode resonated with you, I would greatly appreciate you giving it a review, sharing it on your social media and tagging me for another woman who may need to hear it too. If changing the narrative is something you're ready to take action on, my coaching programs are set up to help you do just that. We will address the nutrition, movement, lifestyle, stress, gut health, and hormonal needs that you individually have as a woman so that we can help you feel your absolute best and own your power too. Connect with me on Instagram at brookrazzi or head over to my website at brookrazzi.com to learn more.